0: Hey, Billy, how's it going? All right, so far, by yourself. Billy, it's a great day. It's a great day indeed. Well, that's
1: quite good to hear. I had a, I had a pretty good day. It was uh, mostly working at Walgreens today, so it wasn't like a whole lot of great variation, but I can't really complain much.
0: Oh, it's good.
1: Yep. I am kind of curious do you hear any button clicking in the background?
0: Not currently, no. Okay, I've, I've been playing
1: uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 on the Xbox One. I don't want to have it uh, uh, show up the podcast at all. So if you hear any uh, button presses, just know I'm doing fairly decently at Kingdom Hearts 3. Or I mean, it's not really that difficult of a game to begin with, so it doesn't really mean a whole lot. But you get the idea.
0: Yeah. I appreciate it. Oh, well, yeah. Um... Okay, okay. So, Billy, I had a couple things I wanted to talk about today. Mind if I get it started?
1: After we do the intro, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Good catch. Ben and
0: yeah. <laughs> sure. Um. So, first off, I just wanted to mention. Kaylee uh lock has been on here a couple times but she just graduated from college today from uh, seattle pacific university so that's pretty exciting
1: i did hear about that actually um i don't know if you or anyone else who is listening to this listen to it but i'm pretty sure she talked about that on the uh the impaired upstairs podcast that we've mentioned before the one that i had a uh, had an episode with uh she was on one of those uh, about a week or so ago and uh, i believe they talked about that so but yeah that is a pretty cool event that happened for her and i'm uh, glad that work at, works out so far
0: yeah yeah it's awesome um
1: i don't yeah. want to like turn her uh, uh her uh, succeeded goal of graduating into a plug for a podcast that isn't even ours. But <laughs> if you could just maybe listen to this one, and then when you're done, listen to the impaired upstairs podcast one. That that would be nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we love talking about our friends and um, boosting them up, right?
1: I I hate it actually. I don't like anyone. But anyway, uh, yeah, close enough.
0: <laughs> um, okay, well, anyways, we, um, I just want to say congratulations to her and to her boyfriend, uh, Nathan Campbell, as well. Oh, so that's his name. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then also... I recently, we talked about a little bit, my friend Joshua France, and uh, potentially having him on. He was interested in it, so I will see about maybe this next week getting him on. That would be awesome. Alrighty. And then also, I recently have downloaded a game on my phone called Magikarp. It's called what now? Magikarp is the name of the game. Like the Pokemon? Yes, like the Pokemon. (laughs) So this game is called Magikarp Jump. And it's from the creators of Pokemon. And it's literally just... You're training Magikarps to jump, basically. And then you're competing them. Um, An enormous waste of time. (laughs) <laughs> in hindsight. But it's a fun game nonetheless.
1: I mean, technically it's not really much less of a waste of time like compared to like any other game really because it's not like they have other like substantial value if you get what I mean. Like <laughs> it's no less of a waste of time really just because the concept is a uh, super simple.
0: Yeah, it's true. I guess though, but like I feel like games, like Words with Friends or um, Sudoku might be a little bit better for your brain power or something.
1: Yeah, I guess some of them do, like, help you in regards to, like, a mental or, like, uh, intelligence way, but uh, other ones like, um, well, I guess their Magikarp one probably isn't, like, teaching you anything on a mental <laughs> level.
0: Um, Unless
1: you patience. just really want to learn to
0: jump. Yeah. It um, does teach you patience, that's for sure. Which is kind of nice, but I also kind of hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're not really learning it, then. Yeah, well, it's like a delayed gratification. You know how games do that, how like they're like, oh, in this long you'll have this power up, or like in this long you can come back and play again.
1: Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I think, uh, I think that is a pretty common thing. Uh, there's an interesting example, actually, on uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Have you heard of that? Uh-uh. Okay, well, it's the sequel to Metal Gear Solid, obviously. And it's kind of weird. Like, the back of the box art in the trailers, when it was coming out, was showing uh, Solid Snake, the, one of the main characters of the game, uh, on this, like, tanker. And he was doing his usual cool stuff, like sneaking around, fighting enemies, uh just trying to get around them but then like after the first main section of the game it just changes into going into a completely different area with another character to play as and you never play as snake again if i remember correctly like he's still in the game but you don't play as him and it's just this like really weird uh gameplay <laughs> thing that just it was meant to be hidden from the player's information just to mess with them um and there are like other cool plot things like that but uh it's it took a little while for people to like really appreciate that uh like, unique twist because there isn't really anything like that especially like more modern times that has a game that does some like design choice like that where it just deliberately well like not necessarily like, there are games that, like lie to the player but like in a more malicious way where they try to show stuff of a game that looks really cool and it really is like glitchy or um or just content isn't in there, but that's more for, like, an intended purpose. So it, it's a little bit different. I, I think, I know this wasn't exactly what you meant, but it certainly reminded me of it. Yeah. I guess if you haven't played the game, you're probably not going to fully understand what I said, but uh, that's it's not really my problem or anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit on the confused side of things, but that's okay, Billy.
1: Well, I guess your podcast homework is just to play all of Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty uh, in, in one go.
0: And also the first one, so I can understand the context of Snake in the first place.
1: And also Metal Gear Metal Gear 2, which uh, would definitely help, because that's those are the uh, MSX games that started it, which uh, would what? help. You. Uh, the MSX, have you not heard of that?
0: Oh, <laughs> I did not hear that. M before the S and I heard sex oh no like not quite S-E-X. what I said I but was it was, like, was close uh, it's like that's, that's okay a- Billy I'm a- definitely alright to not play those games
1: <laughs> no no it's, it's not like that as far as I remember it's been a little while
0: <laughs> that's fair that's fair
1: yeah, but, yeah. But, but enough Metal Gear um what uh were you saying other things regarding the uh your Magikarp game
0: Yeah, so, one time, I watched this video about Magikarp, and why Magikarp was actually the best Pokemon of all time.
1: It's not, like, in gameplay reasons, because he only learns, like, three moves, and one of them does nothing.
0: (laughs) Splash.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Tackle and Flail, but those are, like, level 15 and up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, basically... The reasoning is that Magikarp can jump over freaking mountains like it can literally jump so high like how does that not like it's insane okay how is that not like an OP move imagine him jumping over a mountain but instead of jumping over a mountain he just jumps into you (laughs) like that's freaking insane bro that would destroy your body
1: yeah, I can, only, I can only imagine in the Pokemon world, like, someone just has this, uh, like, really embarrassing death. Like, they don't even want to, like, report it like that. Like, oh, I got killed by a fish that jumped about uh, ten stories into the air and landed and destroyed his uh, entire body. Like, I, I don't know how that can, like,
0: be said in a
1: gratifying way.
0: Yeah, no, it can't. Like, you just got killed by a flying fish, basically. Like ouch. <laughs> ouch. Oh. <laughs> here's, the, here's the next thing. Its fins are literally as freaking powerful as diamonds. Like, what? Like, they can cut freaking diamonds with their fins. Okay, and if you level them up enough, like, imagine that going through your freaking body as it's jumping through, like, you know, a freaking mountain that's jumping through a mountain with diamond fins, boom, it cuts right through you. You're dead. Darth Maul style, bro. In half. Dunzo.
1: Well, that is not something I want to have happen to me.
0: Exactly. But, like, it's so underrated. And here's the thing you could literally catch it anywhere. Anywhere. Like, if you have an old rod, boom, magic carp. <laughs> Most deadly pokemon to ever exist
1: the people who are listening to this that don't know about metal gear or pokemon are going to be so confused
0: (laughs) um magikarp is known to be like the weakest pokemon of all time and yes you can really catch them anywhere like in any amount of water basically like there could be rain and there's like a puddle and then you catch the magikarp in the puddle like That's how common they are in this world. But all I'm saying is that through that line of reasoning, they are actually super OP'd. You just have to be patient with them. Um, But uh, I will say this last thing on the Magikarp. Uh, This game, it has like a TV and it's like, oh, there's a TV that... (laughs) Like this... Okay, so this game is made by Pokemon. Just keep this in mind. Then there's the TV. And you click on the TV. And it, like, takes you to an external site. Which is just YouTube. And it takes you to this linked YouTube video. Made by Pokemon. And it's a music video. Singing about how horrible Magikarp is as a Pokemon. But that you love them despite it Like it's so funny It literally cracks me up Like It's it's honestly hilarious Billy But I'll have to send it to you
1: That's, That does sound pretty Interesting in a really weird Way
0: <laughs> Um Yeah It was like interesting because they were like Bagging on their own creation But it was them doing it So it was like even funnier and they had a link to send you to that in a game about Magikarp so it was like I don't know I just thought it was really funny and it's cool because you know how it's you know how like Pokemon games are in that it's like a very specific style it's almost like it's almost like an Animal Crossing but more two dimensional you know what I'm talking about Billy I I think so. Yeah, so like most Pokemon games are in that style. It's like the same exact style, except it's like... uh, It's just about Magikarp, and it cracks me up, and I love it so much. Brings back nostalgia. Well, I see. I think that sounds a pretty
1: good game if it reminds you of all that cool and weird and interesting things like that. It can't be that boring, I hope.
0: Yeah. Um I have some more things I want to talk about, but let's hear you talk, Billy. What do you okay. have going on? What have you been doing lately?
1: well um there was a gaming related thing i was going to mention pretty quickly but uh since we've already been talking about that for the past like 14-ish minutes i uh, I-, I can mention something a little different <laughs> so
0: for 14 minutes straight
1: <laughs> well yeah that and uh metal gear solid so it's uh it- it's it's different than that so um i've got the disney plus and i haven't really used it like super often more recently but I, uh, I was watching some of the, uh, I was watching the Thor movies. I don't know if you've seen any of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well, I decided I was like, huh, I want to watch this because I haven't watched any of them before. Like, I'm familiar with the character appearing in the Avengers movies and the cinematic universe and all that. But I've never actually watched them, and uh, I figured since the Loki series had started last Wednesday. I want to try to keep up with that and I was like, well, I don't really know a whole lot about the character. I might as well watch these so I have a little better idea of what's going on. So I uh, decided to watch those and I actually enjoyed them for the most part. Um, I know some people say that the first two aren't that great, which I, uh, I wouldn't like go back and watch them like really often at all. Like, I feel like I'm pretty satisfied just seeing the like the first two the one time I thought that Thor Ragnarok was like pretty good um that was also pretty interesting and just how it like changed uh, from the other two movies where it was like barely on earth at all. And it was mainly in well i mean there was i guess one section in norway and some other location that i'm not 100 aware of where it was again they went to dr strange's place which is somewhere in the world but i don't remember exactly where and new i know york. it has a location in the movie but uh i forgot what it was new york oh yeah it was new york yeah they have a lot of places in there where all of their um magic sorceress or sorcerer places master of the mystic arts i think it was how they described it something like that but uh yeah i, I enjoyed them for the most part i'd i'd recommend them especially if you're going to be watching loki which are you planning on watching that at all
0: billy i've already watched loki and it's so good i wanted to talk about it today but if you haven't watched it i can wait
1: oh i've already seen well the first episode at least uh, that's all that's released as of this recording correct Uh, Do you want to talk about it now, or do you want to talk about it when it's actually, like, fully released?
0: Well, I'd love to talk about it as it comes out, and as we watch it together, and just get ideas and theories out of the way. That would be kind of fun.
1: Okay, I think that would actually be pretty
0: interesting to do now, if you'd like. Yeah, for sure. So, that was actually, (laughs) funnily enough, that was the thing I was going to talk about next, but I was like, "Uh, uh, let's hear from Billy for a little bit. So, on the topic of, uh, Loki... Um... Uh, it's honestly just... Such a re- Such a good... Television series so far... I love the way that they played in... Uh, if you don't want spoilers... Now would be the time to plug your ears... And fast forward a couple minutes... So... Anyways... Back to Loki. I honestly loved the way that... Um, oh, what's his name? What's his name with the... Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. I loved the way that he came in and he played this part. And it was just like... He's such a powerhouse actor. He's been in so many great films that like... I loved this like different role for him and i felt like he really really played it well (laughs) like especially like the way that he was almost like mocking loki but he wasn't mocking him you know like he was like no no i really want to know like what makes loki tick it was just like this whole thing in like uh the interesting thing that like a, a different Loki was actually messing up the timelines and I almost want to think that it's this Loki it's this Loki timeline but he essentially becomes I remember seeing in a trailer a while ago that he like Owen Wilson was like I just want to make sure that you're not gonna stab me in the back it's like i've never stabbed anyone in the back and he's like really and then he goes through like all these different times where he stabbed literally stabbed his allies in the back like with a knife and stuff and like um anyways it's just like interesting to me and like uh I had a cool impression about like, when he was talking to him. And he's like, do you like killing people? Do you enjoy that? And Loki eventually broke down and was like, no. I don't like hurting people. But I just, I do it because I need to feel some amount of like control. Or something, something along those lines, you know? And uh, he was like so I'm just a bad person and Owen Wilson was like no I don't see you that way I see that you know it's just this desperate need for control in your life and honestly it was a really interesting perspective to me on like maybe what God is more like because um, God's supposed to be like this this perfect judge of us and stuff and yet You know, people do horrible things like murder and whatnot. And so to me, it was just an interesting insider perspective of like, oh, you know, that maybe that's just like, it's just different for him. And he has a different perspective. Like God has a different perspective than we do. And so, yeah, you know, you're not supposed to murder people, but he just has a different understanding and he knows us and what we're going through. And so that was like... In some interesting moments. I really enjoyed the the time looper scenes. Um, yeah, I thought those were really cool. But, anyways, Billy, what do you what what do you have to say about it?
1: Well, I thought that it was quite good as well. Um, I was actually I'm going to talk about it, it from a slightly different angle than you did. Um, well, well, which is good. I don't I don't just want to repeat what you said because otherwise <laughs> uh, it, it wouldn't make for interesting podcast material yeah but uh
0: he is individualistic
1: all right then again we've already like both thought of the idea of it being cool to talk about this topic anyway so we're already kind of uh uh crossing that a little bit so <laughs> yeah, that's all right um i thought that it was quite good as well um obviously we haven't gotten very far in the series so i don't know if it's gonna go up or down in quality but i feel like it's um leading up a bit more to the idea of a like a multiversal uh thing going on in the franchise which has already kind of started where um where it's like this so there's already a lot of like multiversal stuff going on like there's the uh in the one of the uh drawers was like a whole bunch of like alternate universe infinity stones that have no power mm-hmm. in the in the atv i think it's what the i think that's what the initials were for right atv something like that yeah this
0: the something time ventilation uh, that's actually not it <laughs> but like close enough yeah the but GTA uh yeah or something like that
1: yeah it's just uh it kind of makes the characters in the show probably feel bad of like uh people like sacrificing their lives and like having people like killed because of the infinity stones and then there's just some guy in the tva or atv or whatever it was that just uses them for paperweight to just make them feel less significant (laughs) which is kind of funny for like the viewers to think about but it's probably not so funny for the characters in the show to think about which i yeah. think is pretty amusing um i and
0: can i just say something yeah on that before you move on i really liked i really really liked the character uh kenny was this his name the, oh something
1: like that like the kind of insecure guy who was just like complaining a little bit was that who you mean
0: yeah the insecure like front desk guy who just like was he was literally like Loki threatened to gut him, like, a fish if he didn't tell him where the infinities... (laughs) He he doesn't know what a fish is. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't know what a fish is. And he's like, I just want to know what I'm threatened with before I get... Like, honestly, I love that actor, and I think that that was, like... That was such a good placement. But, yeah, he was just, like, so clueless about how important it was to, to Loki. And he's like, infinity stones? And there's just, like, handfuls of them. And he's like, oh yeah, people use those for paperweights all the time around here. He's like, these are the most powerful things in the universe. Are you kidding me? And they just don't work in the TVA. Like, they just don't work. And so, what else do you use them for but for like a paperweight? But imagine if he would have like grabbed them and like brought them back and like the, the fact that there would have been all that power that Loki just had. I don't know. would have been crazy. Anyways, anyways, continue with your stuff. Okay, so the thing I was continuing with was the
1: multiversal thing. Like, uh, this kind of shows that in the various uh, Infinity Stones and all that. In the WandaVision, it, it wasn't really like a plot point exactly. It was more of like a writer's joke thing of having Evan Peters, who was the Quicksilver in the the Fox X-Men movies also play the fake Quicksilver in that series, so that, that wasn't, like I said, it's not really a plot thing, it's just a writer's like, reference kind of thing. But uh, the multiverse is more important in some of the later things that haven't been released. Like uh, in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, it's literally in the title of it, so obviously that's going to have some importance there. It's, uh, it's supposed to be something like that in the it's allegedly like that in the new spider-man movie no way home where there's like references to the uh spider-man sam raimi trilogy spider-man 1 2 and 3 and the um and what is it the amazing spider-man movies because there's like uh alfred molina and uh jamie fox as doc ock and electro as far as i know and like apparently it's not confirmed that the other characters have their um like other Spider Men people, if you know what I mean, um, like Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield, but it's still kind of interesting to think about, like if that's the case and that's even more like multiversal stuff going on, and it's also like the entire premise behind the What If series that has yet to be released, where it's like the in the multiverse of different events happening like uh, like T'Challa being the person who uh, goes into the Guardians of the Galaxy ship at the beginning of that movie or um, Peggy Carter being the captain um, or the super soldier serum thing if you remember what I mean um, just stuff like that is really interesting to think about how they're going to go with that and what, what they're really going to do if they're going to do anything important with it all because it feels like it's having more of a um, like a prevalence compared to other movies in the Series does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. I no, Billy. I think that's a really interesting point. And like, I kind of really love like it's almost like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I know that right. Like, that's literally. It's kind of like a an off from the MCU, but, like, just, like, Miles Morales in general and, like, the differences in these, but I really liked how Owen Wilson uh, specifically talked about how, like, he was like, yeah, that's because, like, he was like, uh, Loki was upset because he's like, you should be going after the Avengers, the Avengers, like, they time-traveled and went off of, like, they went to a different time. Like, they went back in time, and they were like, that's because that's supposed to happen. It's happened, It's has happened, and it's going to continue to happen. Like, it's supposed to happen like that. It's like, what the heck? Like, this is so weird, you know? Mm-hmm, I get what you mean. But then there's this trouble, this catalyst in the show of, like, um... Loki, a different multiverse Loki, is killing all of these squadrons of of time. Uh, Minutemen is what they're called, which is kind of interesting because if you know the history... Do you know the history of Minutemen at all, Billy? Uh, no, I don't. So Minutemen is actually what... Um, there's like a group... In, during the Revolutionary War. And that's what they were called. Was the Minutemen. And they were the ones that. Uh, did like. They were kind of like special forces. I believe. Um, but. Yeah they basically just. They were really awesome. And outstanding soldiers. And stuff. and They were called the Minutemen. So it's like just kind of a cool throwback to that. But
1: yeah, I didn't realize any of that. Actually, that's new information for me.
0: Yeah, definitely something that um, you could maybe look into some more. Um, Yeah, do you have anything else you want to mention about it? Uh,
1: not about that specific topic, no. Um, just that it's pretty enjoyable so far, and I'm not sure how long it's supposed to last exactly, but it uh, it looks pretty interesting. I'm gonna continue to watch it when it comes out. Yeah. All right. Do you want to move on to the last thing I was gonna talk about? Uh, yeah. I don't know if you did. You have more to talk about after that?
0: Um. No.
1: Okay. I can I can probably make some time with this then so have you been watching any of the e3 um stuff going on for gaming or not really
0: um not really no why what's going on
1: well uh interesting how i bring that up uh well okay i haven't actually been able to really watch them because i've been like working like when they've been coming on so it's been kind of inconvenient for timing purposes but i kind of get the gist of what's been announced like uh there, there is still one more day left that'll be um, th- that there will be announcements, but there was a specific thing for the uh, for the Square Enix one that happened, which is the Final Fantasy uh, Pixel Remaster, where it's uh, the Final Fantasy 1 through 6, which is the original Famicom uh, Super Famicom games that some of them got translated. I- I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before, right? The release um, of the uh, earlier final fantasy games yes you have okay well just in case anyone doesn't remember just a quick thing final fantasy 2 II and 3 and 5 did not get released in north america they were instead four and six were releases two II and three however one stayed one so then they were eventually released at some point in north america and other places in the world um so what happened is there uh there is no like official way to play those games, like on more modern consoles, um, the, the closest thing was there's uh, Final Fantasy VI on the SNES Classic that was released a little while ago, but like that's that's about it. Um, so it's been kind of hard to play them in their original form to some degree. But there's supposed to be these remasters of these games coming out. And the interesting thing is, at first when I heard it, I was at I was working at Walgreens earlier today and I couldn't really watch the video of it because, the, um, well, it, I don't really get great internet there, it's like super inconsistent and I won't be able to watch it very clearly, but I just saw that they were coming out for, so far, Steam and mobile devices, which I'm a little disappointed in, maybe they'll add console stuff, I'm not sure. We'll just have to wait and see what they end up releasing but uh, regardless i thought at first from the description of it that it was just like the original nes and snes games which are the american versions of the uh, famicom and super famicom like i was mentioning
0: mm-hmm. so uh
1: i thought that that was the case which would be interesting because final fantasy 3 never got released um the 2d version at least in america at all it was just the 3d remake on the ds and playstation portable and um and steam and ios and android and all that and also the ouya but no one cares about that so what happened was i was like "Oh, okay they're releasing uh this in a new format that's pretty cool but when i actually started to look at the uh the video that they had released i noticed that uh they were actually not the original, like, just ROMs of the, uh, of their original releases, but they instead looked a lot closer to the, uh, what they would be on the PlayStation Portable and even some of the Game Boy Advance versions, because uh, in case you didn't know, um, four, uh, okay, Final Fantasy 3 was released as a 3D version on the PlayStation Portable and DS. Final Fantasy 4 is released as a 3D version on the PlayStation Portable... Or No, no, I'm sorry. On the Nintendo DS. And then mm-hmm. uh, there is also a separate 2D version with higher quality graphics made on the PlayStation Portable. Um, but it's it's kind of weird because like there are different dimensional versions across different games... Then Final Fantasy Five and Six were re-released on Android, iOS, but they were like kind of higher quality 2D versions, but like not so much as the PlayStation per- Portable version of the fourth game. It's like really confusing to say. Like I know what it all means, but like people who don't play the series probably have no clue what I'm talking about in the slightest but mm-hmm. basically th- okay. the short thing is they essentially look like higher quality versions of the original um, versions w- which is like the super easy way of saying it I don't know why I didn't just say that to begin with that like cuts out all <laughs> of the um, really confusing stuff but uh, it extends the length of our podcast so I- I'm willing to make it a, a, a few minutes longer to explain the inner details of it if that all makes sense yeah <laughs> So, are, are you confused at all by what I said, or is that, like, even slightly clear to you?
0: Um, not gonna lie, Billy. I'm pretty, uh, the water's pretty muddy over here.
1: Okay, well, let's, let's make it even more difficult. So, they were also released on the Game Boy Advance, which had higher quality versions of the original, um, 2D sprite games, but these ones have, like, the the background quality of the playstation portable versions of the um and the ios versions and android and all that but made into um into like the proper 2d thing so it's not like smoothed out graphics because they were instead made li- like not like the pixel Sprites, but instead the iOS and Android ones were made into... This is all really confusing. I am not helping making this more understandable. I am making it less understandable the more I talk. But, but that's all right. And the funny thing is there are already iOS versions of 1 through 6 on those systems on the phones and all that. So you now have two releases of 1 through 6 on both like phones and there's also versions of 3 and up. So you'll get two versions on Steam and I don't know if they're on consoles at all are going to be, but it's just it's nice to know that they're going to be released in some format that I'll be able to play and enjoy in a different way than I could before, but it's not going to make sense to people who aren't going to be like familiar with the series already. So I don't know if this was a waste of a few minutes, just because people are, like, so confused by what I'm saying. I'm sure even fans of Final Fantasy won't know what I'm saying, but
0: eh, that's alright. It's <laughs> okay, Billy, the truest of the fans would know.
1: Yeah, I can probably do, like, a full college class on just Final Fantasy releases and take, like, several hours of people's time, and, and then people wonder why I'm in the class teaching when I've accidentally uh, uh, locked up the original teacher but just hope no one noticed. This is a really weird <laughs> scenario I'm coming up with in my head right now. I didn't actually do this, by the way. Uh, this was just a joke. Uh, I, I didn't do that.
0: Yeah, well, Billy, there's no takebacks on podcasts so if you if uh, they might use this in court against you, so.
1: Oh, well, that's going to be a complicated... Uh, Thing then, yeah, well, uh, if, if if I don't upload any podcast episodes
0: for a little while, just know this is why, <laughs> oh. Billy. I do have a question for you concerning I believe they are place PSP discs, yes. Okay, now, correct me if I'm wrong, it might have been actually like a 3DS deal, but. I remember you, I think, mentioning this in, in high school, where it was like a special edition um, for something. I think it was Mario um, disc. It was purple, which is a super rare color, and then it was already like a rare game, and so you said that someone was selling on an eBay or sold it on eBay for like nine hundred dollars. Is that ringing any bells? Not in the slightest. No, I've got no clue what you're talking about. Um,
1: okay. okay. Well, um, there are rare like Mario games, but uh, they in a disc format. It would not be the PlayStation Portable because it's not a Nintendo console, so Mario's not going to be on it. Um, i trying to think if there's anything else I can really think of that you might be referring to, but I gotta be honest, I,
0: I really don't know. Well, it was like a purple-colored disc or a purple-colored cartridge, and it was just, like, extra rare because of that or something.
1: There are rare, like, specific cartridges, like, for the NES. I don't know any purple ones specifically, though. Um... There was, like, a really rare game that was, like, a... It was essentially an updated, like, ROM hack kind of thing of uh, the first two Super Mario Brothers games called, like, All Night Nippon, which was, like, based on the TV show, I think it was. It wasn't purple, though, as far as I can remember. So that, I don't think, would have been it. Um, and that's, like, more expensive, but, like, not because of the color. It's more that just because the game is kind of rare. But uh, no, unfortunately, that doesn't really ring a bell, especially not for the Nintendo 3DS at all. I don't recognize that in any format. Like, a really rare game for that system, at least. Like, they are rare games, but not for the reasons that you're explaining. Uh, was that was that all you had to ask about that, or is there something else, too?
0: No, I just wanted your expert opinion. I thought I had remembered something, but clearly I misremembered it
1: it's also possible i'm misremembering it like I- i'm sure i probably said something like that but i admittedly don't entirely remember all the things i said in high school um like especially like stuff like that specific so
0: i, I probably said something like that but i don't know gotcha yeah well billy have you got anything else you want to add tonight
1: um, that, if you want to give me, uh, about 30 minutes to think about it, we'll just keep the podcast on, um, probably <laughs> silent through it, then I might think of something, but as of right now, no.
0: No, Billy, you can't steal an idea, that's for another podcast, remember?
1: Yeah, yeah, we are reusing an idea that we joked about in a previous episode, I, uh, I don't know how well I can get away with those jokes.
0: <laughs> um... I love it. Well, Billy, should we do our space fact of the day? I think that's a pretty decent idea. Okay, deal. Space fact. Um, okay, so. Today. Today, I want to talk about the moon. Alright. The moon is pretty cool because it's actually what keeps our planet from uh drifting off into space and uh er, well that's not true it's what keeps our tides from not going so crazy and killing all life on earth
1: that would be unfortunate yeah it would be
0: we'd have no podcast we couldn't watch loki also very true on all counts now let me talk a little bit about this moon it's roughly a quarter of the size of the earth um it uh it seems kind of interesting like you know you can look at the moon and there's like different phases well actually there's Technically, not. It's just what we can see um, in the reflection. So, like, what's basically facing the sun um, in what we can see with the moon. It's right, it has more to do with the position of the sun than it does, like, the position of the moon itself. Um, So, technically, there is no dark side of the moon the moon um the moon rotates just like the earth does um so anyways uh the moon's also drifting away from earth at uh, about 3.8 centimeters per year oh no I know, it's really sad. 3.8 whole centimeters, it's it's just drifting away, slowly. I'm gonna cry no. myself to sleep tonight knowing that. Yeah, we should probably get a giant lasso and just like tether it to us. That would probably be a better solution than anything that anyone else could come up with. Or instead I, I like throw it and then I accidentally hit the moon
1: and then it just goes further away.
0: No, that would suck. <laughs>
1: And then I somehow make it so the tides just start going crazy because I pushed too far and then I'm responsible for all death on the planet. That would be really sad. I'm going to not do that.
0: That would be sad. We should just consult Elon Musk about it instead.
1: You know, just have him throw the lasso. Yeah, At least it'll be his fault, not mine.
0: Yeah, exactly. But we'll all be dead, so it won't matter anyways. Um. Interestingly enough, The moon has quakes just like the earth has quakes so we have earthquakes here they would technically be called moon quakes there right um that's just because you know has it's a solid planet and so there's pretty much the same layout as as the earth has so it has a core it has a mantle it has crust it has all these things and like Um, if one of these tectonic plates are shifting, just like on the earth, then it would cause tremors. So, um, yeah, just kind of interesting. Um, last fact about the moon. The, the first spacecraft to reach the moon was called Luna 1. And that was in 1959. It was a Soviet craft. uh, Which was launched from the USSR. It passed within. Approximately 6,000 kilometers. Of the surface of the moon. Before going into orbit. Around the sun. So. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um. uh yeah that's all the facts i have on the moon tonight billy did you have anything you wanted to add uh not to the moon i think we've exhausted all the facts about the moon yeah there's absolutely nothing else that you could ever learn about the moon so don't even try it Nope, that's it i think uh, i think we can scrap the whole segment because that, that's it There, there's nothing else there's <laughs> no more facts Bill, you know what I've thought about with Phineas and Ferb? I I don't know how I could know what
1: you're thinking, so no. Okay, but I'd like to is, hear it.
0: Yeah, this is a complete, like, side-ball, like, curveball. Completely out of the, like, blindsided you. How cool would it be if, like, Phineas and Ferb actually exist, number one? I know the voice actors exist and all that good stuff. But, like, they create so many things... And then they, like, basically repair and and make, in so many ways better, sleep. It's like, they have all these crazy adventures, and then they just go to sleep, but they have it all recorded. Imagine having all these crazy adventures in real life, but then having it all recorded for later. I don't know. That's just an interesting, weird thing I thought about with Phineas and Ferb. Like, just assuming, considering that they were like real-life people, how cool would it be that all of their crazy adventures were caught on camera all along?
1: I'd kind of I'd like to really see how they put their shirts on because (laughs) isn't it like Ferb has like his nose takes up like 90% of his face and then uh, like Phineas's like head is like a triangular
0: shape I just kind of want to see how that happens yeah that is an interesting thought indeed Billy I'm sure that they can just put their nose in first and then the rest of their head I don't know <laughs>
1: well I mean like I know that wasn't exactly what you were referring to like in terms of like recording and all that but it would be nice to see I don't know I haven't watched the show so I don't know if that, that like does happen somewhere mm-hmm. it's just amusing to think about yeah I totally agree
0: anyways Billy have you got anything else you want to add tonight
1: nah I think I'm, I think I'm pretty good I think I've confused enough people this episode we, I don't need to do it anymore
0: yeah, and I got in my confusion when I started talking about Phineas and Ferb. Oh, good, good. I, I We have to hit the confusion quota of that episode. <laughs> the confusion quota.
1: I like it, that. It's almost, it's almost alliteration, but it doesn't because they're not the same letter at all.
0: Yeah, but it's pretty much alliteration because they sound the same. Right. Pr- pretty much. It's like halfway there. Three quarters there. That'll work. Yeah. Cool. Well, Billy, with that, this is Ben and Billy signing off. Oh, yeah.